welcome back to the podcast. Is this episode five now? Is this really episode five? I think so. No way. I know, the time is flying by. That means we've been doing this for more than a month. That feels so weird to me. I feel like we just started. That's so weird. Oh my god, I don't I don't want to think about that. Like I feel like this is something that we started like two weeks ago. Same. Some. We're so new to this. And I'm like, what? We've not been doing this for five weeks. That's crazy. That is actually insane. But you know what? Go us. Like yeah. five weeks in a row, we really did that. Totally. And like we've been on time with everything. Like that's an accomplishment. So kind of crazy. Well, let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so basically, today we're going to be talking about something you've probably learned about in history class. What is westernization? Yeah, so this week's episode is going to be about, like, what is westernization? Like, what does it mean? And then, like, how does that show up in our own lives? And how will that affect um, the future generations that will live here? Yeah, so I think, do you want to, like, define the term westernization? Sure. So I like Googled it. So this is like the, I guess the Google's first definition. Um, Westernization or Europeanization, that's a really weird, weird word, um, is a process whereby societies come under or adopt Western culture in areas such as industry, technology, politics, economy, lifestyle, law, norms, mores, and customs and traditions, etc. So basically, um, this can happen literally anywhere with any culture or anything, but it's where some type of institution or like um, just something adopts like the Western version of itself. So for instance, if I lived in the middle of Asia and I saw that in America, which is defined as the Western world, um, they were doing something a certain way. If I adopted that tradition solely because they do that in America, that would be westernization. Yeah, and I think like no matter where you live, but especially in America, everyone's experienced some type of westernization. And a lot of it is just natural as being like a connected society. And like, especially with technology and stuff, you hear about so many different cultures and you absorb them really quickly. And especially in this new Gen Z age where everyone is so like, I don't even, they're so affected by the people around them and the media that we consume. So I, I mean, I think there's so many different levels to Westernization. And um, if you feel like you, that term is so unfamiliar, unfamiliar to you, like look back into your culture and your, like what you're surrounded by, cause you'll definitely notice it. Like, I feel like ex- it exists everywhere, even if you don't feel like you notice it. That's so true. And while we were like coming up with ideas for this podcast episode, I was like, thinking back into like random memories in my life and I was like shocked I was like wait a second I've never thought about this as deeply as I am right now but it's like it's definitely there and I think something that's really interesting about this is that usually westernization is when you change something based on how for instance America or like the UK does it right but we live in America and we are still being westernized which is really weird but not actually that weird if you think about the fact that America or like the US has literally um like you know the joke like the US has no culture 
it's literally because of that like they don't have anything to have culturally so yeah um, and I feel like America in general is just like a mixing pot country you know there's so literally every every culture is is um represented in America like everybody is here so um yeah I feel like there's this there's this whole weird thing because it's like what what even is American culture like how are we supposed to be westernized by something that we don't even see exists but it definitely is a thing in terms of like um westernization in my own life I was born in America right um yeah and that's a lot of like personal contemplation because it's like I know that my experiences are going like my culture in its own right now is like 10 like 2,000 times dissolved based on what would happen if I was also born in Pakistan and I lived there too yeah you know and that kind of creates like I don't know I don't know if that's like fear of missing out or anything or just like fear of like my culture being lost here you know like did it really get like developed for like thousands of years just for like some kid in America to not learn their own language like I don't know I think about that a lot like the fact that like is it really gonna end with me because that would be so sad oh totally I think about that all the time like I especially recently have been like asking my parents more about my religion and my culture because I'm so afraid that I am already so like how do I even like the culture is already so diluted that like at the point when it gets to my children there's no more left you know yeah um and I definitely feel that and actually I want to say like something that ties in with that is like I find that I only really accept my own religion and my own culture when it's been westernized you know interesting oh my god I feel like something about that on TikTok okay not to say TikTok is like a relevant news source or anything (laughs) I saw a video that was like similar to that yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's this idea that, like, before, like, I'm Hindu, right? And, like, I have 100% growing up always felt like, oh, my God, this is some weird, like, colorful, like, crazy religion and Christianity is so organized and so clean. And that is just, you know, they're two opposite spectrums of things. And I found it so hard to, like, identify with Hinduism because I was like, what? Like, this doesn't fit me or my personality. And now on TikTok, Hinduism's like the new up and coming thing and like spirituality and everything. Like obviously there's different types of spirituality, but I find myself more accepting of like things like manifesting and stuff like that, which is completely um, rooted in Hinduism just because it is now popular and westernized. And like, I have only recently noticed how that has affected me. And that makes me sad. Like I don't want to only accept my culture because it's accepted in American culture and society, you know? That is so, like, I don't, I don't even know. That is so relatable for so many people. And I think yeah, that has shown up in so many different ways, like, even beyond religion. It's, like, for instance, um, people, like, don't like certain parts of cultures until, I guess, like, white people do it or until, like, it's popular on TikTok, you know? Um, so I think manifestation is a really good example of that is that um, for instance I know people who are like not as accepting of Hinduism and now they're like manifesting and stuff and I was like um, you're only doing this because it's popular like not Hindu people just like people who are like atheist who are like um, suddenly like 
Like they used to not bat an eye that way, but now they're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with manifesting. So I think- Yeah, like I I know someone who I'm I'm not gonna like expose them or anything, but I know someone who's like openly racist towards Indians and especially like finds Hinduism to be weird and you know, everything like that. And they're very open about their views. And at the same time, they constantly post about manifesting and about law of attraction and things like that. And I'm like, we, I'm not trying to claim ownership of those things that is involved in many different cultures. But if you're not going to respect like Indian and Hindu culture, then why are you trying to claim a part of it? You know what I mean? I was going to say this is a perfect transition into cultural appropriation. Um, I've wanted to talk about this for a while. And like, I personally have my own experiences, like with my own culture and stuff. Yeah. This is a hard one because I think everyone has like different experiences with it. I'm going to search it up right now. Um, Okay, Okay. cultural appropriation is the adoption of an element or elements of one one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. This can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. I have a perfect example of this, just to like put that into perspective. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who are very vocally Islamophobic, people who will literally will call any like Muslim or Arab person or like South Asian or Middle Eastern person a terrorist, um, people like that, okay? And then they'll go and I remember, I think it's still a trend, people get like wrist tattoos of like stuff written in Arabic um yeah they'll go and get like arabic tattoos written on their wrist and it'll say like literally random things and they'll be like oh it's so cute like i love the writing it's so aesthetic but then they're islamophobic and they like are so racist towards arab people um or middle eastern people in general that is cultural appropriation like if you're gonna be openly like rude and disrespectful to the people and the culture then like why are you taking parts of it just for your aesthetic purposes you know yeah no totally that's such a good example it's I would like say hate on it till it's your own like aesthetic or benefit exactly mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of people are like I don't know where cultural appropriation is culture appreciation and I don't know where to draw that line I think it comes down to like if you are going to adopt a part of someone else's culture which I think that people should be allowed to do if you appreciate someone's some culture's clothes or food and such and you want to get involved in that completely then you also have to take the time to educate yourself with the history of it and you have to respect it like you just have to and I think like people act like it's some crazy principle this whole idea of cultural appropriation but it's not all that it comes down is just respecting the people who come from that culture and listening to what they have to say and educating yourself on the history I think at least from my experience obviously like I'm I'm very lucky to have not faced a lot of cultural I mean actually mm, that's kind of a debatable thing but like I think I'm coming from a definitely a perspective of like I live in a community where there's a lot of Indian people and there's a lot of different cultures and I'm not you know like marginalized or anything like that so I don't know if I can completely speak on this but from my opinion I think that if you're respectful and you are educated then it doesn't it's not cultural appropriation anymore it's cultural appreciation which is something completely different. I agree with you, but I also think there's like a point where you have to like also recognize your own privilege within appreciating the culture 
And that's kind of like the difference between appropriation and appreciation too. Because like, for instance, if I had like, I'm not saying that this would definitely happen, but for instance, if I had like a bunch of Arabic tattoos on my arm, I can like say I'm probably going to be stopped at the airport, you know? Um, I have brown skin and I have Arabic writing on my arm. But if a white person had Arabic writing on their arm, they probably would just get compliments or like they wouldn't be stopped at the airport because they're white. Um, and I think that has a lot of other factors to play into it. But you also have to recognize like where your privilege lies. I think that's a huge part of it, especially for like different, like in the definition you were talking about with like the dominant group and like the marginalized group, that is a huge role in it. Yeah, um, to- no, that is such a valid point. I think that that kind of fall, falls under the category of respect is you're, you have to understand the privilege that comes with that when you are the dominant group, you know? Totally. Yeah, back to like what you were talking about with like manifestation is that people hate on it when people literally do it in their own culture. But then once like white people or like American culture adopts yeah. it, then it's like, oh my God, this is so pretty. This is so aesthetic. This is so cool. Another example of this is like, do you know like Mendy? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was growing up. Oh um, my God. I used to tell people about it or I'd like have it on my hands when I come to school and people would be like, that's so disgusting. Like literally word for word or like what's on your hand um, is that poop. I literally heard that before. Um, and then when I was in fifth grade, um, that is when the Coachella aesthetic turned into like um more cultural appropriation of like our culture um and people yeah. started doing mendy and then when i would tell people like hey th- it's not supposed to be blue and pink it's literally brown or like hey there's like it's called mendy not henna they'd be like oh well i feel like i'm pretty much an expert on this literally someone told me this word for word or they'd be like obsessed oh with it God. and i was like weren't you two years ago telling me that this was like gross that is what you just said is like so relatable to me. I went through the exact same thing. I remember specifically seeing the whole Coachella thing and being disgusted by it because I knew that those people weren't coming from a place of respecting our culture. You know, they're not yeah. coming from that place at all. And the fact that someone shut you down too when you were trying to educate them just shows that that is cultural appropriation. I feel like a lot of people come from like a good intention when it comes to these type of things where they're like oh yeah like I love this culture and then they end up getting hate for whatever and I'm not standing for that like I think that if you come from a place where you genuinely are like admiring a different culture and doing things it's okay but I don't know it just hurts my heart to see people just like take culture and not like credit people or they aren't respectful of people and it's it's definitely like a hard topic I feel like Yeah, and I feel like this also ties back to like, for instance, with cultural appreciation, like I'm, I'm pretty much for like, the line that it does not cross. So like, when it's just appreciation, and someone is appreciating your culture, I'm all for that. Because I feel like, again, in America, I have this like huge fear that like, my culture is gonna like, it's gonna stop here for some reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would be more than happy if people started like respectfully taking, not taking, but like s- like celebrating the same holidays or enjoying the same things that like in my culture yeah. or eating the same food or speaking the same language. Like I'm so 
okay with that because of the fact that like um and I know a lot of people feel this way it's like the part of like I'm scared that my culture is going to stop here and that's why I'm okay with cultural appreciation but then once it gets to like appropriation then it's like nope I don't want to be associated with this this is like a disrespect to me you know and it's like I I would not want the next generations of people like South Asian people in America growing up with like this level of like cultural appropriation because it just makes me uncomfortable I know. you know no totally I think yeah that would, actually that would also create a huge like different like I don't know I feel like culture plays a huge role in like who you are and if completely. you grew up in an environment that is strictly based on cultural appropriation that would be like really weird for your own development yeah I think that it it like scares me to think that like our next generation will grow up thinking that the culture that they are presented is the real culture when it isn't, you know, like the, the perspective of like South Asian culture has completely been distorted by America and American society. And it scares me to think that, first of all, I've been affected by that hugely. And it scares me that the people who are gonna grow up in this culture are gonna completely be surrounded by that you know so yeah and this totally also has to do with like other topics besides westernization for instance like this sounds kind of dumb when I say it but like um I okay the way that we are taught about literally the countries we're from in school makes them seem like horrible places like you would never want to be there you know but then oh when I look, God, look I at photos of like different parts of like Asia or like for instance just Pakistan in general, I'm like, wow. When I was taught about this in school, they made it seem like it was like some like grimy place that you would never want to <gasps> be. But it's like valid. Same with India. Same, 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 same. And I think that's just like another really sad part about it is like it's even affecting me at this level. Like I I don't know it's just like weird to think about the fact that, like even in school you're taught like a distorted perception of your own like home country your own motherland like yeah, it's like, like yeah like I grew up like I've 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 been to India many times and I like visit it every couple years but I like grew up thinking like India is such a dirty country like I don't like it you know and I'm sure you've had a similar experience too with Pakistan and it's like that's not true like I've been there and it's not and it's beautiful and the architecture is amazing and like it's honestly a really beautiful country and I feel like the only reason why I've ever had like a bad perception of it is because of what I've been taught in school like I remember specifically in seventh grade we watched this documentary in science about India and it was talking about how like nobody in India has electricity like nobody has this nobody has that everybody lives in shacks and I'm like this is just untrue like it's not I I wanted to say like really quickly um just like wrap up this part of the conversation um when I was in elementary school and preschool there was this like organization that used to come to our school and like collect donations and stuff um and it was called pennies for peace and they would read us a book every year I don't know I don't know who approved this um but my parents always made me sit out on this um and we never donated either because the whole like they'd read a book too and it was like this long book about specifically women in Pakistan um, or just Pakistani people in general don't have electricity don't have school and they have to walk 200 miles to some weird outdoor tree and they write in the dirt when they're doing school and I was like 
like that is so wrong on so many levels i'm sure maybe some people have to but there's literally it's not like pakistan is like um i don't know an underdeveloped place they have colleges and schools and they've had them for so long um but literally from preschool till probably third grade they had that organization come to our school and talk about it um so all of those people grew up thinking that that's how pakistan is like when it's not um, and then actually turns out that the guy who's collecting the donations um, clearly was lying the whole time and then he stole all the yeah. money. Oh my God. Unrelated. Anyways, yeah. um, I just think that's another huge part of it is like people are taught literally growing up that type of narrative that literally is not true. But then totally. later on in life, those same kids who were learned about that stuff were like, oh, I'm going to wear a Mendy today or I'm going to wear henna today yeah. and it's going to be blue. Um yeah, and, and like that's when I'm like, yeah. you know what? I can't blame everyone in my school because they're getting fed this and I am too. And I have already been me, someone who comes from this culture is affected by it. So how will they be affected by it? You know, so I almost yeah. can't even blame them. I kind of agree with that. But at the same time, I feel like there is a lot more people who could have read or like heard that organization and been like, this is wrong. At the same time, like adults yeah. could have stopped it too. It was like six years that we had it and they didn't stop it. Um, so do you want to talk about holidays? Um, sure. I feel like personally, a big debate recently, you know, the holiday season is coming up. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people saying like, oh, if you celebrate Christmas, then you're whitewashed um, because, okay, by the way, I'm Muslim, so we don't celebrate Christmas. Um, for obvious reasons, but um, a lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't celebrate Christmas because you're just whitewashing yourself and you're conforming to Christian and American culture. Um, and then there are people who celebrate Christmas just like harmlessly, just like exchanging gifts. So I think that's a huge thing is people are like, oh, you're westernizing yourself by celebrating that holiday. But then again, it's just like, I feel like Christmas has become an American cultural holiday at the same time. So that's like a huge like debate going on right now. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say is like people, some people at the same time, like Muslims, I'm not saying this in a judging way. I'm just saying like, this is kind of funny to me is this, there's, there'll be some people who like celebrate Christmas and like get a huge Christmas tree and stuff. But then on Eid, they like don't even dress up or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can't speak on that. But I can say from like my experience, like I have celebrated Christmas almost all my life. Like, when I was younger, my parents used to do the whole like, oh, Santa exists, you know, we wake up yeah. Christmas morning and get the gifts and stuff. Recently, past couple of years, we haven't like put up a tree or anything. We just do like secret Santa with like some close family friends. And then we like, exchange gifts and stuff. And for me, it's like, it's a part of American culture for me. It's not something Christian to me, which is weird because I feel like I was brought up completely like taught about Christmas, you know, like every holiday season yeah. of elementary school, we did something, you know, we watched a Christmas movie, did this, did that. And like, I celebrate Thanksgiving too. So, which obviously there's a lot of different implications with Thanksgiving and like, what are we really celebrating there? I'm not mm -hmm. sure, but um, which maybe we can talk about that later on, but I, I think that like, I definitely, ha I, I don't want to say I'm not whitewashed. I hate that word. I definitely am to a certain extent, but also I think we should get into like what that term means and stuff like that. But I think 
celebrating Christmas for me is just a way of like being with family and spending time with them and exchanging gifts. And it's just an excuse to do that. And for me, it's almost become a part of my culture, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I will bring up my children and continue that tradition. So I don't know. I think like there's a lot of like internalized racism within especially like South Asian communities where they feel like oh it's almost this like exclusion thing like you have to be the perfect percentage of white whitewash and cultural and if you go outside of that you're too whitewashed and if you go too into that you're too you know brown ew we don't like you and I feel like there's this there's a lot of pressure even just within the community. That's so true and I just want to say whoever's listening to this if you are facing the Christmas struggle too literally um, if anyone tells you that you shouldn't be celebrating Christmas, literally tell them to shut up because um, first of all, we have winter break during the holiday season. And if that's not a reason to celebrate, I don't know what is. Second of all, it's usually like really cold and snowy, which is fun. Um, And third of all, everything in America goes on sale during Christmas. There's no reason to not give gifts to anyone. Celebrating someone else's culture doesn't make your culture invalid. You know, you can be completely cultured and still want to celebrate Christmas. I feel like this is a prime example of this isn't whitewashing yourself. This is just American culture. I feel like the term whitewash in general comes across so negative and like people in like our own communities use that against us, but like there's nothing wrong with being whitewashed. There's nothing wrong with deciding that you like parts of Western culture or you want to conform to that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. I think that if you feel forced to be whitewashed, then that's wrong and you should allow yourself to completely live your culture in the way that you want to. But if someone tells you that you're whitewashed, like you don't, you do not have to take that as like, an insult you know like that doesn't yeah. I don't think it should be at all so I just I think like that's a way for people to like discriminate against you I totally agree with you I was gonna say people use it as an insult they'll be like oh yeah but her kid is whitewashed um or like oh but they're whitewashed you know so yeah. it doesn't really like whatever um I think I like agree with you like I guess it's like more of a natural process but I feel like it's mostly a cre- like credited towards self-racism like or internalized racism 100 percent. i think there's no other reason why you would want to give up on your culture besides you feel pressured to um yeah or like totally another thing is like a lot of people don't even have a choice because like sometimes when people come to america or if they have a culture like their parents are also like oh there's like a lot of racism in this area let's get rid of our culture um And like, I guess that's like different depending on your situation. But in general, like, I think whitewash, it's kind of a sad term to use. Yeah. And there's always a way to bring back your culture. You can like always learn the language or you could like visit the country you're from or you can like, um, I don't know, you can always learn more about your own culture and traditions and stuff. But I don't think whitewash should be used as like an offensive term because I feel like it pushes people away rather than like lets them accept their own culture. I think also, especially because it's typically used by someone who's a part of the same culture as you, you know, and they're just trying to be like, a lot of it comes from them having like internalized like racism and 
feeling like, oh my God, they're whitewashed. That's disgusting because they're taught that that is growing up and stuff like that. So I just, this is kind of like an overall insults thing, but like if someone tells you something bad about yourself or something, usually they're feeling an insecurity about that for themselves. That's so So true. And I can identify it here. The, the, The clear internalized part here is again the the fear of losing your own culture um so then when people for instance um I'm not saying I call white people whitewash but for instance if I saw someone who for instance literally does not understand Urdu or anything and I said oh my god they're so whitewashed like I'm so glad I'm not that would a hundred percent be from me being so scared of losing my culture and then yeah and like holding on to whatever I have you know and I'm like oh well at least I can understand it you know I feel like any type of if you ever say that someone's whitewashed that is a hundred percent because you are scared of losing your own culture I don't think did we ever define whitewash I think it's kind of literally defined it's like when you westernize yourself basically or like I guess you like I, I don't know it's like you act like white people to like stop your own culture I don't know if that makes sense no that makes sense I feel like it's a pretty general term and like it almost defines itself in the word I mean do you want to wrap it up now do we have an answer to what is westernization um I guess so I feel like I guess I can go first to me yeah, westernization it's like we were talking about the mixing pot. It's kind of conforming yourself to fit into the very, very fragmented American society where not necessarily everything is accepted, but a lot of things, like a lot of different parts of your culture can be taken out and they can be appreciated or they can be disrespected. But in the end of the day, that's really the only part of the culture you're probably going to end up sharing with the world so I feel like westernization is like trying to hold on to whatever culture you have left in a respectful way and trying to keep it for as long as you can I mean for me I think westernization is this idea of trying to be less of an outsider and like conforming more to what society tells you is right and what society tells you is normal and um, I think I'm talking about this from the perspective of like personal experiences and obviously historically westernization means something different. But I think we all as you know, if you are someone who's struggling with your culture right now, all have to find out and see the parts of us where we have become westernized and try to combat that because nobody should get to tell us who we should be or how we should practice our culture. And that just because we decide to be as cultured as we want to be, that doesn't make us outsiders at all. So that's so yeah. true. Um, I hope you learned a little bit of some, I don't know, about westernization. Um, you did hear some of our personal stories. So um, I hope you learned something from that. Maybe you related, maybe you didn't. Um, if you do have your own stories and you're comfortable with sharing them or you have your own thoughts on this episode, you can always leave us a message on Anchor or you can always DM us on Instagram at what is podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.